Hi, everybody. Welcome back for another episode. Oh, my goodness. This is our 12th, because I can count now. Yeah, it's our 12th episode. Hi, everybody. This is Figure It Out with Marina and... Trisha. Woohoo! You know, just besties doing besties things. Yeah. Besties, tings. Besties. When did that start? Teens. I think it was that Drake song, wasn't it? Something. It was like a Drake song. Okay. Teens. Anyway, today we're talking about being single. (laughs) So... But <laughs> I know I know what you all are thinking. How can a woman who is not single talk about being single? Well, at one point I was single and that was an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. So I will be talking about that. Um, yeah, we talked about this yesterday because Marina and I had a really big meeting about season mm-hmm. <laughs> about season about our season finale and season two and our schedule because we're stepping it up mm-hmm. and I brought up the topic and then Marina brought up a really good question that I think will kind of encompass the whole episode for today Marina yeah. do you want to do you want to talk about that question so my I think one of my irritants because I've been single my entire life your girl has never been in a relationship and that's fine honestly that because I cannot (laughs) I know what the fuck but honestly like I don't know I don't know what I would do with myself if I was in a relationship because I just I can't I've been single for so long I can't picture myself being in a relationship do you know how sad that is (laughs) but at the same time like I'm fine with it I don't know uh I digress but the the sort of idea I I was talking about with Trisha yesterday was there's like this I guess it's a I don't know it's like a universal idea that oh if you've never been in a relationship before then that equals you don't know what you want in a relationship and you're like Mm -hmm. naive about relationships what love is because I've never been in love but that doesn't mean i don't understand what love is or like I wouldn't know what that feels like Mm -hmm. when I do feel that I'm in love so it's kind of like we're debunking the the idea that yeah the myth that because you've never been in a relationship because you've never been in love therefore you don't know what you want yeah or like you don't know what that like would feel like yeah or you know yeah I I have definitely noticed that that weird like in like in oh my god I can't think of the word invalidating somebody who even though they've never been in a relationship they very much can know from like hearing about people or hearing their friends problems and be like oh yeah I don't I don't ever want to do that or like oh yeah I do want to have a relationship kind of like that Mm -hmm. like at least I think I think that's something that um I like when I was single and I had my my really good friend at the time, she was still in her relationship. Um, That's kind of something that I felt happened to me was like I would tell her something and she's like, well, you know, like, you know, you don't have a boyfriend anymore. So like, maybe you don't really know, like the kind of person that you want to be with or like maybe you are just um, attracting like these guys that you shouldn't be attracting or something like mm-hmm. that. And I'm just like, 
the fuck? Like, what yeah. the, how the fuck is that supposed to help me right now? Well, one, it's like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not in a relationship right now, but I see how you said, like, I see these dynamics around me. I'm around people who are in relationships or I've been in one previously, like in the past. So it's like, I know what's, yeah, I know what I like and dislike and I know what makes sense to me and doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I just realized there is a, some people, someone is screaming outside. Can you hear that? I think my microphone no. is picking that up. No. Okay. Let me just we'll see. I can't hear it, but there were a couple of things that I couldn't hear in the last episode. Yeah. The I know. Up. Okay. I'm going to change it. I'm going to make it a little bit more. Does that sound better? Yeah. Like much better. I mean, it sounds, it sounds the same. Okay. But I couldn't hear the screaming beforehand either. Okay. I just hope it doesn't pick up on the mic. You know what? I'm going to close my window because, like, these bitches are really loud. Yeah. <laughs> these bitches are really loud. Wait, when's it going to hear me stop Okay. But, yeah, there's just, like, I'm... I haven't been around the stigma a lot lately because, like, we're still isolated but there yeah. was a lot of a lot of it in high school I know really? it was like and it was like yeah um I guess it was just like a lot of questions too when are you going to like oh why don't you why aren't you okay. dating when are you yeah. have a boyfriend or whatever and it's like oh do your parents like not let you date or whatever and I'm like uh-huh. there was never an opportunity to yeah like, I get you yeah it was like I, like it's not that my parents don't let me I just don't have feelings for yeah anybody enough oh my God. to pursue anything so I'm yes like, leave me alone <laughs> I felt that a hundred a hundred percent in high school I felt that like I had a crush on one guy who mm-hmm. ended up being my very first kiss and then that didn't go anywhere mm-hmm. um and I just I, yeah I didn't really care about I didn't care about having a boyfriend until like uh, until my senior year. And then I started to, I started looking for, I started looking for guys to potentially talk to so that I could have a date to prom. Oh, see, (laughs) fuck. I was trying to get rid of my date to prom. Are you kidding? (laughs) You guys. Okay. Maybe this is why. See, Trisha doesn't understand why I'm single, but maybe Mm -hmm. I understand why I'm single. Well, (laughs) because it's like when I have feelings for somebody, Uh when I have feelings for somebody, they're not reciprocated. And then when someone has feelings for me, I don't reciprocate that. Oh, so prom date liked you. You yeah, did well, not we like were talking. Day. Yeah, we've been we were talking for like half of the year. Oh, what? But I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It was weird because it's the first time I had ever had someone else like me instead of me you just like for somebody. Uh huh. So I kind of didn't know what to do with that, and it kind of made me real like really mean because I wasn't oh, like I, I wanted the, I wanted the attention mm-hmm. but the feelings weren't there it was it was very much I used him and 
he, he even told me later that, you know, you broke my heart. We're friends, but <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I feel really bad still. And it's been like almost 10 years. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my record, God. No. It's been almost 10 years since I've been out of high school. Let the record show wow. that Marina. <laughs> the record show Marina is a heartbreaker, everybody. Feel trapped too. I don't forget anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, high school, I was just so naive about a lot of mm. things. I was yeah. very naive. I think um, I know a good majority of my friends were already like in terms of like relationships and like sexuality, I know that a good chunk of my friends were already like a good steps ahead of me. And oh, yeah. I was reading Wattpad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that's what I was doing. I was reading Wattpad. I don't think I really got it until maybe like my junior year, like the summer between sophomore year and junior year. That's kind of when I realized I'm like, Oh, people are having sex mm. during high school. Like that is a thing. Yeah. Whoa, that is super crazy. Like when my best friend in high school came up to us, like my best friend in high school sat us down one day. She texted all of us. So I have something really important to tell you guys. And I need everybody to meet me um, by the yearbook couches before homeroom. I have really mm. something really important to tell you. My other best friend sent me a text and she's like, she's pregnant. And I'm like, she has to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> she has to be pregnant. <laughs> right? She has to be pregnant. And we're both thinking, okay, well, um, I'll ask my parents if she can stay with me. And then you ask your parents if she can stay with you. And then, you know, f- go back and forth on who she stays with, and then, then it'll be fine. You guys right? were already kicking her out of her parents' house. We were house already kicking her parents. Her parents had the yeah. We pictured that her parents were so strict. We pictured the okay. worst. I'm like, um, yeah. she's kicked out. And so, you know, <laughs> so we go to school the next day. All of us are sitting on the couches. We're like, what the fuck? And she's like, I'm happy that you guys are all here today. I'm like, bitch, can this you is, tell us what's going yeah. on? And she's like, I feel really bad that I didn't tell you guys that over the summer I lost my virginity. And we're all like, oh, oh God. <laughs> and she's like, are you what? And we're like, we thought you were pregnant. Yeah. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you guys stupid? And I'm like, are you stupid? This is what could you could have told us in a text. And I'm like, why do you feel bad? She's like, because I don't keep secrets from you guys. I'm like, it's not. I mean, it's not that bad. Yeah. And you know what? Bad. I was going to bring this up was like this. I think it was like a 2000s to 2010s kind of thing where losing your virginity or the idea of virginity is like it was a big deal. It was a huge deal. And now it's kind of like, wham. Yeah. Whatever. I think because everyone is so everyone's so much more open about sexuality yeah, I and think talking that, about it. It's yeah. like it's less of a taboo it was to, kind I mean, of like our generation anyway yeah it was like a threshold you know once you at, at least in high school this is what I noticed once you lost your virginity you entered like this new world and that was something mm-hmm. that I I knew that I still was not a part of and I really didn't want to be a part of yet like mm-hmm. I'm getting TMI here so I'm sorry everybody but we think about like the first sexual encounter you think of is like masturbating, right? Like we mm-hmm. all know boys do it like in middle school or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I was still 15 years old and I had zero clue how women masturbated. Mm-hmm. Zero clue. And that same best friend who lost her virginity, she had asked me one day, she's like, have you ever masturbated? I'm like, no, I don't know. Yeah. What I don't know what that is. I really don't know what that is. And, you know, she told me how to do it. And I, I like tried it once, like very quietly, like at night before going to bed and I got scared. So I didn't Mm. like continue. And so I I told her the next day, I'm like, I did it, but nothing happened. She's like, you have to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, to to when? (laughs) I'm like, to when? I'm like, how do you know when you finish? You know, like, when do you, like, when are you done? She's like, it just like I don't know she like I just feel like I don't know like good like something just explodes I'm like oh I don't like no I don't like those words together I don't like that I don't mm -mm -mm. no 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 you know what broke that like prudeness that I had Mm -hmm. I think I was a little I was definitely a a prude like Mm -hmm. in high school what broke it was tumblr yeah (laughs) tumblr after 10 o'clock is the most well when it used to be good, because now Tumblr mm-hmm. is like adult sensitive now and you can't post anything. But way back when, when Tumblr was no censor at all, 10 o'clock and then after was the most disgusting, vile place on the internet. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like porn sites where you can filter what you want to see. You'll see everything. Everything. Yeah. So when I started using Tumblr more and like I was on there at like late, that's when I realized I'm like, oh my God, this is is fucking disgusting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I think because I would just see it so much, I got like desensitized from it. And then after a while I was like, yeah, no. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. But it, it really, yeah, I, I, and again, because I didn't have a boyfriend, I think to like that to me was like, I don't have a boyfriend. So like, I don't need to be doing these. I don't need to, I don't need to be seeing these things or doing these mm-hmm. things or like thinking about these things that I don't have a boyfriend. Yeah. That was the same thing with me too. It was very much like the, the thing about like having sex, it was around me. Cause I mean, I mean, girls, girls get pregnant in high school. One of my closest friends told me that she was pregnant our senior year. And it was like, okay. Um, it was like, whatever is it? Nothing. There was no opportunity to have sex. So it was just like, I, I was mind boggled by how these kids had the ability to have sex during high school. When I'm like, when do you find the time? Because I'm going to school and like, I'm at school most of the day for practice or activities and then I go home so it's like how is this happening how <laughs> I haven't the time I really yeah. haven't the time like I'm doing extracurriculars I have AP classes where the fuck are you bitches fucking <laughs> yeah so I'm just like okay and then I mean it never my prudeness I mean I was like you know I was like watching porn but it wasn't you were yeah see this is why I don't talk about this shit because everyone is so surprised when I say it and I'm just like fuck okay. all of you whatever <laughs> okay 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 I'm more well first of all we've lived together and I have tried to get you guys to watch it with me and then you guys are like no so I'm like no, okay didn't. I think I did once I was like I was trying to show you something like on Tumblr and you're just like Trisha 
No. Oh, I don't remember. But yeah, I mean, none of it was like I didn't talk about it, and it was yeah. just like it was it was like private because I didn't think I could. I didn't feel like I could with the people who I was around mm, okay. and the friends I had at the time. It was yeah. kind of just like weird, and they already had these assumptions, this idea of me in their head. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't until I got to Woodbury, all of your crude asses became friends with you guys. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know, everyone hey, was so much hey, more hey. open about yeah, their sexuality at Woodbury. <laughs> so it was like, okay, cool. Like it, it wasn't a big deal. So I was like, yeah, whatever. But I don't know. It was, and then, I mean, Mount Zach, we didn't really have friends. I mean, people we talked to, but it wasn't anything like that. And yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was just there. Yeah. You know, I think I got exposed to like sex, like in movies. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I always note the summer between my sophomore and my junior year is kind of like the summer that I finally like, like sexually, like I was awakened. Cause that was mm-hmm. really when I started using Tumblr and I saw all of these like porn clips and then like, some of them I would try to look for again. And I'm like, I kind of like this. So I would save them. And Mm -hmm. then I I wouldn't eventually that summer, I would learn how to, you know, masturbate and whatever. So I wouldn't use, okay. But this was also around the time where blue is the warmest color was like Mm -hmm. the movie on Netflix that everybody was talking about. And so I was like, oh, a lot of people saying that this is a good movie. Mind you, no idea what the premise was yeah no I zero idea what it was about zero idea I just had heard a lot of people say oh it was such a good movie like it made me cry I was like oh okay yeah I'll definitely watch it and I was going through this phase where I liked watching movies in other languages so I was like constantly looking for like movies in Swedish movies in Italian like movies in French so I was like oh I'm I'm already on this kind of role anyway where I like watching foreign films I'm gonna watch it Mm. (laughs) <laughs> what is this yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I was like I was like whoa <laughs> but I didn't feel weird about it I was like okay uh yeah I think this is the first time I've really like seen like any form of gay pornography or like gay depiction of sex because mm-hmm. it was these two girls um Besides all the sexies, Blue the Warmest Color is actually a really good movie. Um, it sucks to know like all the bad stuff that's happened behind this that would happen behind the scene because I thought it was a good movie. But mm-hmm. that was kind of when I really started getting more comfortable with the idea that some point in my adult life, like I will have sex. Mm-hmm. still was like I don't think in a very time soon at all. There's no way. My biggest fear was getting pregnant 100%. Yeah, I think that stopped me that from even like having the little boyfriends in high school because I was like, I don't want to get pregnant. <laughs> because with my luck, the first time I have sex, it would that be you're gonna to get, get pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's still, that's still my idea. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, dude. I'm just like, I, mm. <laughs> I still get scared that I am pregnant sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, oh, fuck. Sometimes I do get scared. Yeah, and then like I have to remind myself. I'm just like, I am stressed. Like. My right, like there's so period. many other reasons why I, I feel like this. Even when I, <laughs> even when I was a single and I hadn't been with anybody 
and like a good period of time and I my period would come late and I'm like <laughs> I was like I don't know who this is it Jesus's baby what's going is on here Jesus, like, or if this is another I didn't know I was pregnant and I've been bleeding yeah. and that means I'm losing this baby actually yeah that freaking scares me but yeah I mean my high school was weird and then my senior year second semester my friends and I are on the hunt for prom dates we didn't want to we were so like our nose up in the air. We're just like, mm-hmm. we're so pretty. Like, <laughs> we cannot date anybody from this school. Yeah. We are too pretty for that. We really did believe that. I guarantee mm-hmm. you 100%, we would always tell each other because I had a big group of like girlfriends and all of us were like different races. Mm-hmm. And we were, you know, we were all saying it's like, we are the prettiest group of friends in this entire school just so that everybody knows, like we are the most gorgeous group of friends here in this entire school. And it also didn't help that people would tell us. So mm. don't be mad because you guys would tell us and right. we believed it. So this is encouragement. This is encouragement. You guys encourage this kind of behavior. So we were just like, all of the guys here are so ugly <laughs> that it would be embarrassing to go to prom with them. Oh what are we going to do? Tinder. <laughs> Oh my God. Tinder was out already. Tinder was out and you could be 17 years old to join the app. And we were all 17. Some of my friends were 18. I was, I had just turned 17 my first semester of my Mm -hmm. senior year. We joined the app and that's kind of where it had all started. I ended up, I ended up actually meeting somebody from Tinder and that was my first boyfriend ever. Oh, really? And he went to prom with me. Yeah, he went to prom with me. And yeah, we dated all the way up until like my, we, well, yeah, I broke up with him. My, well, we broke up like twice, but like officially, officially broke up. We broke up my, the summer between my first year in university and then my second year. So we Mm -hmm. were together for for quite a bit of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I met, met on Tinder. And you know what was the worst part too is that I know for a fact, <laughs> I know for a fact that one of my friends my senior year really tried to kiss me one one time. Aww. I know that a hundred percent. And he was not like he was not my type. Like, mm-hmm. like personality-wise, he was so funny, but just like look-wise and like who I thought I would be with wasn't him. And I had hung out with him and some other friends. And then my dad came to pick me up at his house and we sat on the couch and he played like the weekend and he started getting close to me while I'm sitting on the couch. And I was like, oh my God, if my dad does not come, I'm going to be so fucking pissed. I'm going to be pissed. I have to wait outside. And as soon as I like kind of looked I got a text from my dad that he was outside and I was like, oh, my dad's here. And he's like, oh, oh, oh okay. I was like, <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> like, oh my God. I've never loved my dad so much. Until yeah. This moment. yeah. Do you ever feel like movies and media just built up the first kiss and the first time where it's like, like, honestly, <laughs> my first kiss actually made me feel like shit about myself because we me were too. at a party and my friend, we had been drinking. My friend was, my friend was more drunk than the, the rest of us. Hey. And he sort of fell on my face because he was looking at me for a while and he just like stumbled. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, that was my first kiss. 
that's great. <laughs> Fantastic, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, and same thing with the first time, it's not going to look like, and never had sex before. And I already don't have expectations for it to be like this culminating don't self-defining thing you know really like like, really don't I can tell you my first kiss made me feel like shit because number one this was orchestrated by one of my friends in high school number two the person that kissed me who I had the fattest crush on was fucking high that day And number three, it was in the secret staircase where everybody went to go have sex. So how romantic was that? I was pretty yeah. pissed. Like after the illusion of, oh my God, the guy that I really liked in high school kissed me. Oh my God. Yes. I'm that girl. After that illusion died down, I was like, that is so fucking embarrassing. Mm-hmm. That was really embarrassing. My first time having sex, I cried and pushed him off. Oh, I cried because that should hurt. It fucking mm-hmm hurt it's not fun at all it's it's uncomfortable you don't know how to how you're supposed to feel he my my first time having sex was with actually my first boyfriend he already had lost his virginity like in high school um and so you know it happened and I wasn't comfortable at all like no proper steps to like foreplay lubrication Mm -hmm. making sure communication there was zero just poked it right in just went straight in it hurt I wanted and I just started crying and then I pushed him off and then he was like why did you push me off I'm like it hurts yeah (laughs) like this and then I freaked out because I thought I had small vagina syndrome (laughs) (laughs) like the whole like it's Okay, so if you haven't gotten my drift yet, I'm I haven't had sex before, but my whole point of coming to this was like I already like I'm not naive just because exactly. I haven't done X, Y, and Z. Yep. Naive about the idea. I know it's gonna be awkward. I know it's gonna be weird. You know, like it's and it's not a big deal. So it's yeah. like okay. I think I think that is something that I don't know what's worse. I don't know what's worse, being single and being told you're naive, naive about love or being single and being told you're naive about sex. Mm-hmm. Because I think that sex is such a prominent thing in our culture, like in our generation overall. It's kind of unless you're you really like block off sex and you don't pay attention to anything, any of these things you have a pretty good idea of what you would like. Right. And it's like, like, you don't have to, you don't have to have had it or have done everything to know what you like. Exactly. Like that, that's something that it, it's weird because I, this is, I'm talking, I am somebody that has done everything mm-hmm. <laughs> to figure out what they liked. Right. Mm-hmm. But I can say that I, I at times wish I didn't mm-hmm. um, and not because um, there were parts that I did enjoy about it because now I really, really understand myself, like who I am, like sexually. And it makes me more secure about myself and like my desires and like things that I want. However, I think the emotional repercussions that I had to deal with being single and putting myself out there like that 
that was really hard. Like that's things that I, I absolutely hate looking back on. Um, I hated having that reminded to me, mm-hmm. um, especially getting into a relationship, having those quote unquote skeletons coming out of the closet to try to like make my future boyfriend feel uncomfortable. Like I hated that time. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the biggest times where I, I really, really wish that the those like couple of years that I was single and I was like dating around and like experiencing stuff that I didn't, that I was like just completely alone. Um, yeah. cause that, that, I think that sucks. I, I think that did it, suck. It put a lot of stress on, cause I was, this is for the listeners. This is what, when we became close Yeah, was when she was going through this. So I got to see her go from dating and using the apps and, um, experiencing these things to meeting Matthew and having to deal with other people who didn't matter to the relationship talk about her past and thought that they had a an idea about it because they heard and these were people who didn't talk to us weren't close to us were just people around you know I just heard yeah so you know like and, and that's something I think that's something too that I really hated about being single when it comes to being like invalidated because a lot of people would tell me it's like oh you're single because like you can't stop seeing people mm. and I'm like it's not that I well it wasn't that I fully couldn't stop seeing people it's just that like I didn't want to stop because somewhere deep inside of me I knew that I wanted to get all of this out as much as I could before graduating because mm-hmm. after graduating I didn't want to do this kind of shit anymore yeah I think I had a lot lot to do about like your actions as a single person have a lot to do about your previous relationship or the relationships you witness around you. Well, that is very true. (laughs) That's very true. Yeah. Yeah, Because I mean that you've had like two relationships prior to that, that chunk of being single. Yeah. And all of that stuff carries over. I've seen a lot of relationships. I mean, relationships from friends now have fallen apart or they've had a harder they've had a harder time emotionally connecting with somebody because of the manipulation or whatever they went through in the past so it's like yeah that was definitely me for sure like single me was single me was kind of like an interesting mask right because anybody that knew me in college or like came across me I was super just like outgoing bubbly I would talk and flirt with anyone and I was always really sure of myself and I had like my ways of getting around the dating apps and how I was gonna like get this guy and get this guy Mm -hmm. um but inside like I was still feeling really lonely I felt like as much as I was like dating and getting all these experiences, I still wasn't really making myself happy. And the, you know, you made a good point. Yeah. I had two relationships in the past. Both of them were awful. If not awful, like the first one was awful. And then the second one was just like absolute hell. Mm-hmm. So carrying that over that kind of, uh, I feel like I built this wall where I really didn't allow anything else to happen, which was great. And also kind of, what made me sad the most was that, oh, excuse me. I, my whole thing was like, I'll never say their number. I'll never remember their mm-hmm. name. I, 
don't care about them. And if they find me out with somebody else, oh, well. Right. I didn't really take into account that, hey, some of these people that I'm like messing around with could actually like me. And then when I felt that happening, immediate cut off my dad. <laughs> <Your> dad. <laughs> my dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard him. I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, everything you're saying is great. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, but <laughs> I know my dad's arguing in English. Oh my god. <laughs> my dad's arguing with his boss. Okay, what I was saying, that wall that I built. It limited me from actually really feeling what I was feeling inside because I had to have this wall up all the time. Um, And yeah, there were some really like horrible instances that I know and I feel I still feel pretty bad about. I mean, I've gotten over it, but moments where like I did get caught with somebody Mm -hmm. else and I did get approached and like me looking at them and saying like, do you really think I'd actually be with you? Like, did you really think this was real? Looking back at that, I'm like, I can never be that kind of person Mm -hmm. ever again. That's, that is really horrible. Um, Yeah. The whole, like a huge dark side to my single life, you know, that was, it was horrible. It was a horrible wall that I put up. But again, that was because, you know, my last two relationships, I was the person that was taking care of them constantly. I did get manipulated and, you know, there was some form of abuse there. So mm-hmm. it felt like it's my turn now to like fuck over all of these men. Men are horrible and I'm only using them for one thing. When, and yeah. it's whenever I want, however I want it, you know, and they'll say yes because they're dumb. She's a man eater. <laughs> She's a man eater. <laughs> I was like, I, when you were saying that, I was like, down. This song is like in my head right now. Yeah. Um, but I sort of feel the same way in the sense that, yeah. like, there's <laughs> no. <laughs> Just wants me to like meet people so bad on freaking uh, on one of the the Bumble. dating apps. Oh yeah. God. Um, I just can... I don't think it's a bad idea. I know we'll get to, we'll get to why my reservations for that in a second, but and then we'll do an episode where we actively make Marina's profile. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's like, Oh God. (laughs) Um, But there is like an emotional, I guess, detachment. Cause like Mm. I've, I haven't had any experience with having to deal with someone else and like considering their emotions and all this other stuff that goes with the relationship. And at the same time, it's like, there's this emotional wall that's up for me Hmm. where it's like, I don't, I'm single, but I don't know how I would be in a relationship. I don't know if I would want to be in a relationship because I, I like to do things for myself. I have, I do them my own way and bringing some, I'm very, independent and very like you can stay arm's length sometimes I'm like um not clingy is the only word I can think of right now but most of the time it's like I like I like my own space yeah um I don't know how affection would kind of weave itself in but 
the beauty about being single is that I don't have to think about that and I don't have mm. to worry about that. <laughs> you don't have like, to worry about making someone else happy or what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, and then all of these body insecurities that I have, mm. I can I don't have to worry about solving those because I'm not having sex. I don't need to mm. be physically attractive to people, you know? And it's like, I don't know. But at the same time, it does get a little weird because I am 25 and I don't, and I haven't been in a relationship. I have an idea of like, oh yeah, maybe I do want to get married. Maybe I do want to have kids, but I don't technically need to be married to have kids. Yeah, you don't. You really don't. Well, but do I want to put myself through being a single mother? Mm. You know what I'm getting? You know what you're talking? And the only thing that I can think of asking you is like, do you feel all of this because you don't trust yourself to feel quote unquote love? Yes. Okay. I don't know if I want to feel it because of the chance of being hurt. Oh my. If that makes sense. You (laughs) know, like I will, I will spend my days by myself so I don't have to emotionally attach to, to something because so okay so then do you hmm, I don't know how I'm going this question is going to come out then is it the fear of something being temporary yeah uh, mm. it's it's that fear and then also the question of do I want I'm putting a time on it do I want to be with somebody for X amount of, or do I want to put in the effort if it's not going to work? Or do I even want to make a commitment to somebody for X amount of years? Because years mm-hmm. are, is a long time, you know? So it's like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> and I think that's something, you know, like, I don't think people, people that are in a relationship, they don't really take, um, take that perspective into consideration when they are single, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think people genuinely ask themselves, like, what is it? Do I really, you know, want like, do I really want to give up my time right now? Mm-hmm. What are things that I'm focusing on that I'd rather focus on than being in a relationship? That's why it always trips me up when there are people um, that like cannot stay single for longer than like a couple of months. Yeah. You know, like even, and that's something that I know that I'm at fault too, because after my first relationship, it took me like a couple months and then I got with another guy and that mm-hmm. was even worse. And that's something that like, that's another thing why I wanted to stay single. I'm like, I need so much time right now to mm-hmm. um, heal and go to therapy, but also like just actually live like a single life, like have a fun single life. Um, yeah. And then it wasn't probably until like, um, halfway into the year where I was like, you know what? I think it's time that we just officially put an end. Like we're just going to put my our foot down and like just focus on other things. Mm-hmm. And then I'm here now. <laughs> here, well, here yeah, because there's like this thing where it's like, if you can't be alone with your own thoughts or by yourself, you can't exactly. be single for X amount of time. How mm-hmm. are you supposed to be in a relationship, you know, because that's another person. And it's like, 
yeah, people can tell me, Marina, you haven't been in a relationship or you're not even in a relationship. Why are you thinking about marriage and all this other stuff? I'm like, but those are valid things to think about. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't do anything, not half-assed, but I don't do anything without thinking, thinking about it first. Like, where is this, where is this going? If you're not, if you're in a relationship and there's not an end goal, you're just going to be together. It's kind of like, like, yeah, there are life partners who are, um, who are not married, but they're still life partners. You know, it's like, I'm not going to just have a boyfriend to have a boyfriend. Exactly. They have actively made that decision. You know, like I know some couples right now that they don't have an end goal. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's a, you know, I, I'm not going to really, I'm not going to obviously say any names or whatever, but I know a couple that one has expressed that they don't want to move out ever from where Mm -hmm. they are. And, you know, it makes me think, I'm like, damn, like if, if my partner ever told me that, like, that would be kind of, um, that would be getting close to a deal breaker for me, because what does that mean? Like, if you're never going to move out, how are we supposed to have a life? Yeah. That's kind of my, where are you going? Exactly. That's my thinking. Um, and when I was single, I was still thinking that, and I'm like, you know, I want somebody that is working and they Mm -hmm. are their own person as well. Cause that was something that I noticed too. Once I was like officially like alone, 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 no, no seeing anybody. I was like, damn, I am really independent. I wonder how that's going to be for the next person. And even when I was with Matt, a good chunk of our first year together, we were separated because of COVID. Yeah. Because he got stuck in Fresno and I was still in here and there were just days where I was like, I really don't want to talk to him. Like I really like today by myself. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, I'm like, I'm not a good girlfriend. I don't want to be with him. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Da, 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 da. And when I was going back to therapy, I said all of these things. I'm like, I don't know. Like, am I a bad girlfriend? Is it, you know, like, do I just not love him? And my therapist was like, this is the first time you get to be literally alone. Yeah. He's like, there is no... She's like, any couple that they're going to be together by the hip the rest of their life, they got issues. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, no couple is going to want to be together every single day for every single moment. She's like, they work, they have their own hobbies, they have their own personalities. She's like, there's this weird stigma that people think that they have to be together 24 seven all the time. They have to talk to each other constantly, constantly to prove that they love each other. She's Mm -hmm. like, and that's not love. She's like, that's just being dependent and afraid of being alone. And so, you know, that really tripped me up because here I am in this relationship. I'm like, I'm really happy. Why am I feeling so freaked out about this? And it's because I only knew, I like, I learned about love through movies <laughs> and shows. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what how they we show do you. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we see from, from relationships around us, so the good and the bad. And it's like, well, yeah. this, yeah, it's like, well, mm, it's not, this isn't what I want or and, yeah. and especially in movies. It's like, that's a dream. That's a so. huge, huge dream fantasy, if you will. Mm-hmm. Fantasy. Yeah, fantasy fiction fiction <laughs> not real mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean thinking about the 
I don't know the future of it all. I guess we can like segue into the the whole dating app thing. I've because I've tried Tinder and I've tried Bumble. I don't feel comfortable with meeting strangers, you yeah. know, because I was like, oh, even like when you went on dates, I was like, I couldn't, I can't grasp the idea oh, no. of yeah. going out with with a complete stranger. So I'd rather get to know them, learn about them a little more Absolutely. before I start to develop no. feelings for them. It's like hundred percent. I don't yes. know. <laughs> Cause like, I've never had crushes on complete strangers. You always have a crush on people, you know, and people you've known for a minute, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, it's, it's a little weird. Oh, trust me. Now that I'm <laughs> very sane. And I think back at that many times I could have been killed many a times. I'm just like, ah, you know, I don't know. <laughs> very much many a times mm-hmm. like that what I was thinking I wasn't that's what that is listener yeah. I wasn't thinking it was again the single girl mentality and you know what it was too is that I was talking about this with our other mutual friend that we have that was kind of in like that same like attitude with me mm-hmm. we were talking about how like for us it was a game yeah it was a game we didn't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, that was also the issue is that because we didn't take it seriously, we pushed the envelope. If we did one thing, we're like, okay, next time I'm going to do something crazier. I have to do something crazier because so-and-so did this and so, or yeah. so-and-so had sex with this person. And I have to, I have to one up them. So that was kind of another shitty thing was that I was putting my whole like single life on the line to play this game, to, to beat out my friends, to get the mm-hmm. better story, to get the better hookup, you know, that's not fulfilling at all because there's, there's no end, end game to that. There's no, there's no final score. Yeah. It was, you know, what was kind of a shocker to us, I think was one day all of us sat down and we started talking about our body count and I wrote down my number, which I don't think was that bad compared to the other two people that I was in this quote unquote game with. And once they got past a certain number, I think both of them really realized, holy fuck, that's a lot of people. And even me, I was like, that is a lot of people. That is so many instances where something could have gone wrong. Like towards the end of that, of my final semester, like my final my junior year, I was like, this is kind of, this is like actually really scary. Like this is, you know, this definitely was not, um, it was just not fun after that. Like it, it was very scary, which I think was another catalyst as to why I just completely cut off. Cause I got, I got really scared. I just got really scared. Yeah. I'm like completely lost myself. Like I'm so dependent on this kind of attitude and lifestyle. Like who am I? Mm-hmm. why did I put myself through this it was yeah it was very very scared yeah I was gonna say it does a it does a psychological number on you because it's like if sex is supposed to be if sex is supposed to be this meaningful thing or whatever mm-hmm. how am I supposed to have sex with somebody that I actually care about now if the action is therefore devalued yeah so it's like I don't I went to, I, I had a good like chunk of time in therapy talking about just that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was like, I really want to unlearn that relationship. Right. Yeah. And I think that helped, I think <laughs> what helped it was obviously like Matt and I were away from each other. So we were not 
being intimate together. Yeah. And, you know, I had, I still had a lot of questions to ask in therapy about like, you know, like I've had these experiences and now like I think about like when I see my partner again and like, and I do get really scared about being intimate with them. Mm -hmm. Why? And it was kind of unpacking these things where like, now that I'm alone, I can actually sit down and like reevaluate my transition from single to now non-single. And what are things that I didn't, what I still carried with me. Yeah. Um, And I just carried a lot of guilt and like weird shame. Well, not weird shame, but like I carried a lot of shame too. So I think that made me for a while during 2020 kind of like really be closed and just like have so much anxiety and stuff because I was kind of relearning how to be with somebody. Yeah. But I think also like a lot of also what? Oh, I was just saying like, but also like shedding away that kind of that skin. Yeah. I think there's a lot of fear. And even if you have been in a relationship or you haven't, there's a lot of fear going into one or like Absolutely. the possibility of one. Cause it's like, I don't want to be this clingy, annoying girlfriend. Cause that's what irritates me. However, I don't know if I will be, yeah, you know, or this like jealous type or whatever. I don't know. I think per my personality, the way I am by myself could spiral into something like that. But I don't know. I would hope to think I'm secure enough as a person where I don't need to know everything that this person's doing every minute of the day. Cause that's not what I want. Yeah. You know, that's not what I, I don't feel like I would need. I'm, I'm very much the type of person where it's just like, whatever, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it would it would make me exhausted and I don't want to be tired because I'm tired already. Just being just waking up. (laughs) It's so it's already exhausting being me. It's already exhausting. Really, really think about that. Absolutely. (laughs) I didn't know if I was going to be a jealous type or like be the crazy girlfriend or be the girl, be the girl that doesn't care. Um, I would like to think that I am not the jealous type. I don't think I am the jealous type, mainly just because, I don't know, I have so much trust in Matt. I have Mm -hmm. a lot of trust. And I know he has a lot of trust in me. We talk about it like all the time. And I think because we talk about it all the time, the fear is less and less and less. Yeah. If that makes sense. It Um, makes perfect sense because it's communication, what relationships are built on. Yeah. Well, can you, can you, can you believe it? You have to talk to each other. Talk to each other and be open and open. honest. And that builds trust. trust? <gasps> and then you don't have to like freak out over things in your relationship. Mm-hmm. What? Wow. And then you'll be more secure. Sure. Oh, what? How does a single girl get it? Because <laughs> she pays attention. Dude, come so on. what all of you it's, other idiots are doing. It's that easy. It's that, it's that easy, easy, bro. Um, but I think like knowing you and obviously having known you for a good amount of time, you're just mature Mm -hmm. and you're just like, from like knowing you and like having these conversations with you, I'm just like, Marina's mature. She's reasonable. There is logic to how she thinks. I'm like, yeah, of course, Marina is going to understand these things, you know, Mm -hmm. like 
first of all, you have not, you have not had the displeasure of being hurt. Yeah. So you don't carry that unfortunate trauma. So you, in any of these kind of situations, you come with a clear, strong head of, I know what I want. I know what I don't want. I know what is a, a green flag. What's a red flag. I know that these are things that I need to do as a partner. These are things that another other person needs to do as a partner. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I think people that have never been in a relationship go into a relationship way more like prepared than people who have already been in relationships. Because uh, I think Matt and I are a perfect example. Matt, I'm Matt's first ever girlfriend. From Mm -hmm. the get-go, I like Matt has never had an issue with anything. Yeah. Anything. Anything that I've talked about him in terms of like my past or like things that I do or, you know, when my anxiety was at its really worst, like there was no issue versus me. I was constantly afraid that I was scaring him away. Mm. I think there's a double side to that though, because you have had the experience, unfortunately of being hurt, you know what it's like. Like Mm. I've been, I've been emotionally hurt, but not by somebody I was in a relationship with. Yeah. This was when we weren't together or it was um, a couple outside where I was emotionally attached to the situation, Um, like parents stuff, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. but it's there's a double side to it where it's like and this is where the the naysayers of single people knowing their own minds come in. It's like, well, because they've been in a relationship and they've experienced these things they know for next time what to do, what not to do. Cause I, I can't, I wouldn't say I would be able to identify red flags. I think I would fixate on the good because I see the good in people mm, rather okay. than, and choose to not ignore the bad, but choose to side more with through the, the bad uh, yeah you're, you're a worker through her <laughs> um i'm a virgo we fix people whoa no but um, then i also have to argue that even though you have been in a relationship you still probably don't know how to tell the red flags exhibit a yeah i went from a boyfriend who thought i was constantly cheating on him to a boyfriend who ended up being a crackhead yeah <laughs> like an actual cocaine addict who cheated on me mm-hmm. so did I learn? No, absolutely. I did not. Yeah. So I think, you know, maybe, maybe what we're trying to get at is the medium of, <laughs> there are just some people that take longer to see red flags. Yeah. And there, I mean, there are people who haven't been in a relationship who are as naive as some people would assume, like me and Matt are level-headed, mature people. Yes. But there so are some people who could be mm-hmm. immature about relationship and ju- relationships and just get into trouble and end up hurting themselves, yeah. you know? So I think it's just all about, you know, like you said, you know, you, <laughs> your group of friends at Woodbury, we were, <laughs> we were disgusting. <laughs> we were disgusting. We were disgusting, right? But I think because you had all those conversations around you, it made you like, I guess, more accustomed to hearing certain things or like you just heard situations. So you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. no, I don't want that like ever. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and Matt kind of the same thing too. Like once he got to Woodbury, he just heard more things. And so, you know, yeah, it's still the more, well, the more, honestly, it's the more diverse your environment is, the more you'll know, because I mean, in high school, I wasn't super close to people to the point where they're comfortable with talking about their sexuality with me or their sexual Mm -hmm. endeavors or whatever it was just a boyfriend girlfriend all that level puppy love shit you know it's the nothing nothing deeper like emotion wise that's why I don't feel emotional connected to those people same thing with Mount Zach but Mm. at Woodbury I had I had gay friends I had people who were experimenting with their sexuality you know and it was like and I was sort of not physically experience uh experimenting with my sexuality but I've thought about stuff like whether I'm gay bi whatever it's like I don't I don't know if I have a hello I don't know if I have like a title for it um yet but it's like you you think about this stuff and the more you're exposed to it and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be physically active in it you know yeah of course yeah yeah (laughs) yeah no like there was this thing out there and you know it's never experienced anything don't go a whole 180 and like jump into my lifestyle because i no that's not (laughs) that's not what i'm trying to promote at all (laughs) like stay single as long as you can (laughs) before but um i do think that you make a good point the more open and you know again like you said diverse your environment is the more you're going to allow yourself to start thinking about what you could possibly enjoy sexually or what you could seek in a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also so weird too. You know, what was another thing that I hated about when I was single was like me trying to give advice to somebody like on breaking up and then turning around and be like, yeah, but you don't really know that right now. You know what I'm going through? And I'm like, oh. yeah, <laughs> like, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Me, for instance, I was single, but I had broken up with, I had, you know, two breakups prior. And I'm just like, excuse me, I know what it means to be break right up with. Just because yeah. I look really happy doesn't mean that I don't know what it means like. But mm-hmm. also too, like fully single people, like when I was fully single, never had a boyfriend. And like my friends would talk about bringing up with their stupid little boyfriends in high school. I'm like, you should dump him because if he's not making you happy, then why are you with him? And they're just like, it's complicated, Trisha. You wouldn't know. And I'm like, yeah what I'm that's kind of where I get in a difficult position yeah. I'm like pro- of, protecting your happiness is the complicated part I'm sorry yeah. what mm-hmm. I think the the idea is like you don't really understand I think that statement it's like you don't because you're not emotionally invested in this situation like I am because mm-hmm. there was a point where we were in that me and you were in that situation where I was constantly trying to validate the situation and you were like dude just let it go move on whereas at me my mental state was like I'm still trying to work through this I can't Mm -hmm. move on yet because I have to figure this out you know it's like I don't know that's where I that's where I try to avoid relationship advice because I get you I haven't been in it too I'm not in that situation because it's super easy for me to say dude just leave him but it's i mean but see then that gets difficult because it's like 
if the relationship isn't working and I see that it's not working, how you saw it wasn't working. Yeah. Leave, leave them. Whereas if it's you and Matt or a relationship close like that, I would say, you know, like, uh, let's not jump the gun to stick it out, you know? So it's like, I don't know. No, yeah. I think, um, I think it just depends on like how you're emotionally invested in that kind of situation and stuff. I think, I think for me, it was so easy to tell you that in the, in that like particular situation to jump the gun, like to mm. like, okay, like girl, like let's, let's right. bury it. Let's move on. Just because like, again, I was very emotionally invested in that situation and I was just really upset at everybody because mm. I'm just like, this is not what was supposed to have happened. Mm. I'm like, and she deserves peace. Mm-hmm. And so like seeing you still really hurt and trying to figure everything out and like get more answers when you weren't getting them. It made me really upset because I'm just like, man, here is somebody that's really doing, you know, what people would hope for and like trying and trying to talk and like the other party isn't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, she does not deserve it. They don't even deserve her to continue like trying to, trying to figure this out. That's why I would just be like, no, you mm-hmm. end this right now. You don't deserve this. They don't, they don't deserve you. Yeah. But again, like you said, it's how emotionally invested you are yeah. and how close you are to that. Like me and you, yeah, we were really close. That's mm-hmm. when we were at our closest. Yeah. So it was like, I think that's when it was, I hear you, Trisha. Mm-hmm. However, I need shut to up. figure this out. No, not shut up. <laughs> I hear you. I know it. And our mutual friend, a couple of mutual friends were doing the same thing because yeah. I was just, I was just uh, freaking talking everyone's ear off. They were probably so sick of me by November, you know, it's like, but it was the, where I was, it was like, I appreciate everyone's help and I love you for it. However, I need to figure this out on I my own. I need to do this one on my own. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 after, I think like we that's, had how, that, that's how you're going to learn, you know, you're going to yeah. learn by learning it yourself, not by exactly. everyone telling you. Yeah. And I think we had like a good moment where you told me, you're just like, I need to do this myself. Like, this is my situation. I, I, I have to do this alone where I'm just like, you know what? She's absolutely right. Like, this is, this is her, this is, she is the person, the other person in the situation. It's not anybody else. Like she is going to get this done her way and she has mm-hmm. to, you know? Yeah. And again, I think, that, I think that's what people don't understand about like people that are single. Like you can be put in these kind of situations where like there is feeling, there is a, a lingering yes or no, yes or no. That is an experience of a relationship in itself, you know, that is experience of feeling some type of way for somebody. And then Mm -hmm. like, where do you go from there? Yeah. Even if you're single, you still, you know, if you get into a situation where like two people like each other, but then something's in the way or, you know, what, like whatever, that is still a form of experience. Yeah. And then you can take that. Hopefully find some, take, take that slam on the, I keep hitting this damn desk. And I'm like, in the last episode, it was like so much shit on the mic. And I'm like, what am I doing? What am I tapping? Like, you're good Lord, just stay still. So passionate. That's what it is. I know. Just, oh. Think about this a lot, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of time being single. So we have to, but 
keep being single as long as you can, mm-hmm. Marina. You're gonna like you're gonna nuts. And that's just weird. Sometimes I want a relationship. Yeah. And then other times I'm like, do I really want to make an effort for a lady? Like, really? I hope, I hope if I find a person that I want to invest that time in, it will change. Because, you know, you you want to invest time in people that you're with. I think it will change. I think when you find the right person, you feel the immediate, like, switch. Yeah. You you'll feel the immediate yeah. switch. I mean, like, I, d- I did not invest on anybody longer than like yeah. maybe a co. As soon as Matt and I started talking, every single like we started talking for more than two days. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel something. I'm, I feel something. Yeah, <laughs> I feel happy, and giddy, and I'm excited. Yeah. And like whenever I'd see him, I'd be like. I don't know what to do. Be like, oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to go on our first date, and I was like, oh yeah, I totally forgot, and I was already dressed. Oh, you were there. We were at the I apartment. I had been dressed for hours and ready to go. Yeah, and then I was like, when he said he's like, are you ready to go? And I'm like, to what? He's like. To the movie, I was like, "Oh, I'm yeah, sick I totally, of you!" I totally <laughs> forgot, and I'm—I literally been dressed, had a bag ready, stupid, waiting on the couch, just looking at my phone. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid, Aww. stupid. But you know, you—you you feel that switch. Because mm-hmm. I had that worry. I—I I had that worry. I'm like, if I find somebody, I'm like, damn, I'm like. Yes. Oh, is it going to take forever to get to know each other and then see and feel if I even have these feelings to want to pursue something? And, oh, I got to, we got to, all these all conversations about like what we expect, you know, mm-hmm. blah. Yeah. It's not that robotic, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's something too that I hate that people talk about when it's someone that's single. It's like, oh, when, especially like if you've never been in a relationship ever, it's like, oh, like, you won't know yes you will you will know we've i will for me personally i've i've known it just hasn't worked out (laughs) you will know no you will know when you like the person and when you when the person you know okay i don't know how (laughs) i feel like you can tell when the other person likes you like if it's not a clear clear sign i feel like something's up but I feel most of the time you can tell when the other person is reciprocating the feelings. Yeah. You can tell. Mm-hmm. You, you can tell. Not, unless like they flat out tell you like, I really like you. Yeah. When you're just like, well, I didn't have to pick, I had to connect the dots. Yeah. Thanks but for that. Can, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Straight up communication. I like right. it. Thank you. But yeah, I, yeah. Oh, it's so stupid. Everybody mm-hmm. shut the fuck up about single people. They're probably smarter than the most of us that are in a relationship. <laughs> well, it's like, I mean, that whole part about knowing if somebody has feelings for you, I'm almost certain single people have experienced that. I've experienced it. It just hasn't worked out. It hasn't gone to the, the you point know. of having a relationship. You know, it's like, I mean, these are all these are all pre-relationship things. So it's like, shut up. 
Oh, so stupid. It's like, yeah, she's single. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, she she doesn't know yet. You know, it's like, <sighs> shut up, Beth. <laughs> Beth? <laughs> shut the fuck up, Beth. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, again, I think so. there's a good chunk of single people out there that are probably smarter than people that are in relationships right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people. I think I'm pretty smart. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm pretty stupid. No. I'm pretty stupid. I'm pretty stupid. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, you know, like from being from being extremely sad and single to being very content in a in a healthy relationship. I think what I'm happy about is that I did give myself the time to be single. Mm-hmm. Um. Because again, <laughs> those guys were most of the guys were not great guys. And if mm-hmm. I did even like continue something serious, like nothing, like it would be like a couple of months and then it would end, you know? Yeah. Like I I never care, I never listened to my parents. My parents were always telling me it's like you're gonna find somebody at school, someone on your level. And I'm like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you guys even know who I just went out with last night? Do you guys even know? Mm-hmm. No. Cause you, I won't tell you guys, but like, I'm dating people that like make more money than me. Like, yeah. Right. Blah. Yeah. No, they were right. <laughs> like they were right. Yeah. The whole, I think that whole, um, that whole, like, Oh, uh, the best, the best relate, the best partners are the ones that were your friends first. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 I'm a, true believer in that yeah because it's like how are you like if you're friends there's already something that you like about the person you Mm -hmm. know there's already some common ground if it can be anything but when you're like I just don't like dating because dating is like associated with not associated but dating is where you're you're meeting people for the first time and there's already that expectation of seeing something, seeing if something's going to come out of this, this one date. And it's like, well, let's like, just make friends, you know? Yeah. Like, And then at least, but when you, when you realize that you have feelings for the other person or if it's reciprocated, you're, you already know the person you don't, you know, I mean, you already at least have an idea of where they come from and who they are as a person. Yeah. You don't have to like go through those like kind of awkward couple of first dates to like figure out who this person is. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think you can successfully find a partner on the apps, but I think it's about just like taking your time with these people. Yeah. Like not really rushing into things. Like I honestly... Sometimes you do have to have first sex on the date. I got you got to I got to say it. I got to be straight up. Sometimes you do have to have sex on the first date. I'm a firm believer if if by the first date like you're really 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 feeling each other and like you feel like the sexual tension, it's okay. Just break it. Mm. Slowly. Mm-hmm. Like it's slowly. But that's fine. Like let yourself feel something. But for some people like if you don't feel the sexual tension, but like, oh, I'm having a good time with this person. Yeah. Then see the person. Right. Like, let yourself feel throughout the day and then figure it, like, assess what you're feeling and what you want next time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when you are friends with somebody, you already know them a lot more. Like you said, yeah. you're already more comfortable with them. It's more easy to kind of flow tiptoe into, you know, another part. It was easy for me because like mm-hmm. Matt had been in our group of friends for like already a year. Yeah. I knew a good chunk about him, but not a lot. But then like, I, you know, I just knew that he wasn't a serial killer. Right. And that's what matters. <laughs> that's what it, that, that's exactly, that matters. That's what matters. Yeah. I knew he wasn't a murderer. Mm-hmm. Which was good for me, right? Yeah. yeah. But. I think for, like, I firm believer in the whole friends to lovers. That's the only trope I can think of. <laughs> uh, but to, like, emotional, as friends to, like, a higher um, attachment of emotion. Anyway, where was I getting with this? I think that's more feasible for me because mm. uh, that's where I'm most comfortable. Yeah. But hell, if you want to have sex on the first date, do it. You know, if you want to have, you know what I never understood is when people can be go like one date to another, like, fuck, that's like job interview to me. But if you want to, <laughs> Trisha's covering her face because that was her. <laughs> But if you want to do that and that's how you want to meet people, then I, I go ahead. If it works for you, it works for you. I would just like to have the the least amount of, of effort. <laughs> yeah. So if they're already my friend, then I, well, I mean, usually I'll end up not usually, but like, well, I've only had a crush on like three people in my entire life anyway. So it's like, but keep your heart closed as much as possible. You know, that's People good. And that's good. And it's bad because my heart is super closed for reasons that were out of my control. Because mm. I've experienced like, you know, it's I mean, you learn things and you learn how to protect yourself from those yeah, things course. that you see. Yeah. So then it's hard to unlearn that grasp. It's hard mm-hmm. to learn when it's OK to let let it go. Yeah. Because every dip, you know. You're going to think of every kind of scenario or, or you're like me when even one little tiny red flag, I'd be like, Oh, nope. Right. Nope. Get out before <laughs> you have. Yeah. Oh yeah. My, I had to get out first. I always had to be the one to get out first. Mm-hmm. That was just like, it was the only way. Um, yeah. I don't know how I did multiple dates. Ella. <laughs> I don't know how I did multiple dates. <laughs> It's like, really weird. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I don't know. To just, it, it, it's really sad. Most of these dates, it was like dinner. It was mm-hmm. like dinner. So I didn't, I didn't need to use up my meals at school, which right. helps me out a lot. Mm-hmm. So like I'd go to dinner and then come back and then somebody would come to my dorm <laughs> after not the same person that took me out to dinner yeah <laughs> so it was so weird and I hate I just my whole thing was that I'm sure I knew I'm sure people knew obviously but my whole thing was like being as mysterious as possible in terms of like not having people see who I was mm-hmm. coming in and out with yeah yeah which was like that that was the only thing I could give myself a pat on the back is like people t- never really saw anybody that I was 
with. Yeah. I was like, it wasn't as private anyway because people were talking about it, but at least like private in the way like you can't see who the person is. Yeah. I hate that so much. Just mind your own business. Yeah. Well, you know, we went to a school where everybody was still in high school and yeah. So there's an ongoing joke for those who are listening that our school there, it was like called, it was that we called it high school. Yeah. It was high it school. was small and everybody knew everybody and everybody was in their own business. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're guilt. Me and you are guilty of that too. hundred percent. But <laughs> no, we were the only reason why we're in people's business is because people told us their business. You know what? That was something I had to really get accustomed to because especially because you told me everything and Javi told me everything. And it was just Absolutely. like my my parents inadvertently, they never told me to like don't share anything with anybody, you know, but like oh my parents way, should have told me that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in a way, I grew up keeping things close to my chest, you know, I didn't really express much, still don't really, um, only with people like I really, really know, but as far as private things, they were mm. private. You yeah. Know, I didn't tell anybody. That's probably why I'm not close to people from high school. Cause I didn't really, you know, let them in like that. But when I got to Woodbury, it was like, oh, we're friends. And that means we tell each other what we want to tell each other. You know, it's like, there's no, like, yeah, I'm sure that you keep stuff, but there's not really like that boundary, you know? Mm-hmm. Where it's like you keep stuff from each other. Or even like, I feel like there are cases where there are people that I really wouldn't have considered that we were close. Yeah. They don't tell me things. And I'm like, yo, why are you telling me this? Why are you telling me this about somebody else, else. that's supposed to be your friend, friend? And I just met you. Yeah. Like, oh, so many instances. Oh, I love knowing everything. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I still find that like Matt and I talk about like, you know, our days at school mm-hmm. and I'll tell him something. He's like, no way. I'm like, mm-hmm. no way. Yeah. <laughs> he's such Matt Matt loves gossip. <laughs> he's such a cheese muscle. Yeah. He's such a cheese muscle. <laughs> Excellent. It was like, it was weird though, because me, I think me and Melissa were talking about it one time and we were like, what possesses people to confide in us because we don't go out there and be like talking to everybody and oh tell me about your day being all chummy like that but people we know especially the younger the newer students to the school yeah would tell us stuff and I'm like this should be something something you keep to yourself especially because I'm not uh close to you or particular like particularly fond of the people you are talking yeah. about <laughs> so like, it's like awkward yeah I'm like oh but I thought you guys were like friends Ooh. and then I'd see them the <laughs> next day being all chummy and I'm like oh. okay they got issues <laughs> y'all are supposed to be friends yeah. I was like oh okay yeah. never mind then <laughs> that was a weird part that was always I don't know why okay my thing was I don't know why people told me anything because up until that point, I was never really in any of these groups because I was a commuter. So I didn't live yeah. on campus. So when I started, I was only hanging out with the same people. It wasn't like I was going around hanging out with other people, but mm-hmm. our friends would bring in people from other groups and then they would be like, oh, can I tell you something? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. What's up, babe? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Oh, I never called anyone babe. I hated, I I noticed as somebody, I'm not even, I can't even remember who it was, but like a good group of people would be like, oh my God, thanks, babe. I'm like, I don't like this. I have I become know. more accustomed to it in the restaurant culture because we all call each other hun, babe, baby, whatever. But yeah, Woodbury wasn't, I mean, like I just started saying I love you to friends. I know. So it's like, first of all, I am so glad I can like, it's like I have that, I have that urge now to say I love you to close friends. Yeah. So I'm like, I never had that before, you know? It's exciting. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like having people I can be like, love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I didn't get why people were, why that was at Woodbury, but I was just like, mm-hmm. sure. I remember somebody in Matt's fraternity sent me a Facebook message and asked if they could talk to me the next day. And I was very confused, but I was like, sure. And it was because yeah. they had heard um no, it's because they had remembered that I once talked about my very ever first boyfriend and how like it was hard for me to break up with him. And he and his girlfriend had just broken up. It was his first girlfriend and he wanted uh, advice. And I'm uh, like, first of all, why did you remember that about me? Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, I did. do I just come across as someone very approachable? Because I've had people tell me no. So I don't know if that's the case or I don't know what it was, but I was like, that is so strange. And then like, just a lot of people would tell me things. I'm like, that's so weird. Yeah. Oh my God, I don't know why I'm yawning. I'm like, that is so weird. Why are you telling me this? You don't even know who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I can- weird how we latch on to things about people. Yeah. And it's like, because like we ourselves can't see it. Yeah. Because like, I've, I've been, I've been, not confronted or I've like people have come up to me and have confided in me and then there are other people who I've heard tell me or tell people that they don't like to confide in me because I try to fix everything or whatever the case and I'm like okay well that's fine because I don't really want to fix you anyway so oh I've been told <laughs> but, that yeah yeah so it's like I don't know to each his own I guess but yeah this is whatever you know I'm just sitting here eating my lunch <laughs> I'm not I trying just, to fix everybody's problems. They I just know. come at me with their problems. And I'm trying to enjoy the salmon burger. Salmon burger. Y'all oh. always ate their salmon. Me <laughs> so so good. Oh my god. Oh, R.I.P. Breakfast on Saturdays. The fucking omelets. Oh, oh yeah. We were hardly there for um, weekends. Or if we were, we didn't eat breakfast. No, you guys were never. Uh, my me and. Well, our other friends, we were breakfast gang. Had to be. Mm-hmm. Even if we had like the craziest night the night before, had to show up for breakfast. Yeah. And tell the tales. I miss sitting with everybody. Me too. Man, what the fuck? Yeah. Ah, I don't give a shit. I'm just kidding. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I think I miss it more because I haven't seen anyone really. That's true. That is true. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a couple of people at like some parties where like, but yeah, that's true. Also very strange, though, because, like, I don't really talk to some of those people anymore. Yeah. Ooh. Or, like, some of those people have, like, just disappeared. No. Like, I've, like, the faces I've interacted, not face-to-face, but, like, through video chat is you, another friend, and um, 
Javi. We we saw him again for the first time at your birthday. Yeah. And then Matthew. Mm-hmm. That's it though. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I feel I feel disconnected, but at the same time, I'm not the person to make effort. I know we've talked talk about this. People. Yeah, we've talked about this before. I maybe that's, that's why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, you do have to talk. Yeah, but I don't want to. I see love this. your. St- <laughs> uh, I have to talk to you, uh, Trisha. That's what I don't want to do. I know. I, I. You know what? That's why my 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 stance on being friends with the person first is because that getting to know them comes naturally because you know you get to know them in in a work or school situation it's just easier and I'm like yeah I don't want to have to deal with because they're strangers I was very much I was grown up with you don't talk to strangers so why would I actively go to dinner with one (laughs) I'm just like "Mm." free buffalo wild week free buffalo (gasps) I want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. That was our place, man. Bita's in. Buffalo Wild Wings by you? No. Well, La Puente. But it's on the others. It's like farther. So if you're coming from from your house to me, we have to go farther out. Yeah, to get east. Why don't you just come here and then we'll go to the B-Dubs in Burbank. I know. Honestly, we're trying to plan a day. Just get dropped. No, for real though. Like, let's plan this out. Get come here, and then I will just drive from from the rest. Yeah, like we gotta do something. Plan this out. We gotta go out. I feel like I need to tell everybody I want to see. Hey, I'm in Burbank. It's closer to all of you. Come, Mm -hmm. like, let's just say hi. (laughs) Yeah, I miss people. Bam. We have to figure that out. Lord, did you see that? I was gonna say the opportunity would be the Woodbury graduation thing. Did you see that? Are you gonna go? I'm putting this out there. So if anybody from our class is listening, I want to go only if my friends are going because I've celebrated my graduation with my family. Yeah, I haven't celebrated with my friends, and that was cut short. Like we had so many events that we were going to have the best time. Mm-hmm. I know. And it's like, and then now two years later, I still haven't seen your freaking faces. So it's like, that's why I want, and it doesn't even have to be like the graduation or whatever. I don't think it's going to be a ceremony. From what yeah. it read, it seems like it, it's probably going to be a dinner. I mean, like they're not going to do two ceremonies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm indifferent of going. I didn't celebrate it. I celebrated with my parents and Matt's family when they did like that joint thing for us um, yeah. last year. But I didn't. Well, I was really disconnected because I I was a semester before, right? So I didn't really care at that point. Mm-hmm. Um. Damn. Hold on. Yeah, it's gonna be three. It's gonna be three years for me technically. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I know Matt wants to go. I probably will go. I think what I'm hanging on to is all of us, whether we were close or not, because there are people who I'm closer with that you aren't and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I want that 
camaraderie again where we are like sitting at tables. Yeah, I know. On the <laughs> patio. I want that again where everyone's coming over to say hi. We just talk and it's like, I don't know. I, I'm not going to get that again, but that's what I'm holding on to, you know, and that's yeah, I know kind what of what I want. And if I'm not going to get remotely around there, if people aren't going to show up to this thing, then I don't really have any business being there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's my, it's to celebrate my class, but I've done that already. Yeah. It's kind of tough. Cause I know a lot of people are saying that they're just not going to go. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I know Matt wants to go. If Matt, if Matt wants to go, I will go. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do there. I'd be like, hi. Yeah. Well, hi to whoever goes. We don't yeah. even know who's who's doing that. It's kind of a it's kind of a mess. I think our undergrad definitely mishandled a lot of the a lot of graduation stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's two years after. I'm kind of I have my diploma. Yeah. I'm, I'm the, not using it. The date is the week after I graduate from With your master's. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh I don't like, know. I'll already have my I'm, like what am I supposed to do? It's also on a Friday. Like what what if a lot of us are working? Mm-hmm. Again, it was a whole stupid thing where it was gonna be where it was gonna be on a Friday again when they were trying to accommodate last year. Yeah. And then they just ended up throwing us in the mix virtually. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't care. It's just like bringing up, like, can it just be the past? Mm-hmm. Let's leave the past in the past. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I know. I mean, I know I get some people that want to have like the ceremony. I mean, I would have wanted it obviously for my parents, but they'll get it this year. But how many, like, how many, how many times do we have to bring this up again before you get like, you know, it's like before you get what you want, like, you're not going to get what you want. No, you're not. And we shouldn't have to wait X amount of years for a ceremony. Like it's already already done. Yeah. It already happened. Fuck it, Marina. Let's just put our money together, get an Airbnb, throw a party for our friends and we'll do our own celebration. You know, I've been trying like, just like uh, thinking about, I'm like, who can have a party in Burbank where everybody comes and I can like be there? <laughs> I was like, when is somebody going to have something? I know. Because I haven't, I mean, like there were a couple of opportunities, but no one's, no one's had one since or not, like even just yeah. small. I mean, obviously covid big ragers yeah, are yeah, yeah. out of the question but COVID. but something yeah i know i was thinking about having something but then i was like well no hold on i tried to have something for my birthday and these mm-hmm. bitches didn't fucking respond yeah and i am talking to you if you're listening and you know that i invited you for my birthday and you didn't show up i'm never fucking talking to you ever again <laughs> i was disrespectful it was don't like don't leave me on red that was so stupid yeah I thought we were friends. Mm-hmm. Fuck you guys. And they're still commenting on my Instagram stories. I fucking hate you guys. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I don't care. I don't come. I don't want you guys there. Yeah, I'm kind of on this thing right now where I'm just like, fuck yeah, I'm going back to Bumble BFF. I need to make some more friends. Mm-hmm. I have one friend from Bumble BFF that I genuinely 100% know, like, 
I have found a friend. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I think you're doing a graduation party. So you will definitely meet her there. Okay. Yeah. Poor lifer. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That's stupid. I think if Matt wants to go. Why can't we just all go, all four of us together at least? Why can't it just be? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? If it's going to be a dinner, we all get to sit together and have some alcohol and laugh. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Let's go, I want to dress up, though. I'm. Are you joking? I'm going to dress the fuck up. I, I'm going to dress up. All of February, I'm going to the gym because I'm trying to slim down just a little bit for the Silk Sonic show mm-hmm. in March. So I am going to dress up. I'm going to be like, do you see this? We're still together, idiots. Who are you going to show if no one's going to go? <laughs> <laughs> and that's I how think- you bring my ego back down. <laughs> we balance each other out. It's okay. Yeah. And my ego came back down to earth. I know. I mean, I hope people are there so you can show that you guys are in a like relationship because that means that the people I'm closer to <laughs> will be there, you know, yeah. and the people who you aren't particularly fond of, but it's like, I don't know. I know for a fact that that person will probably be there. I don't think so. No, yeah. no. I mean, if they're there, I'm not going to do anything. Like, I feel like, I feel like people that know about this, they're going to think I'm going to come up to them and just be like, Bleh. I'm like, no, I have other things to think about. Like my friends that are going to be there. Yeah. I don't give a shit about you. Like it's the, the past is in the past. It's fun to bring up sometimes, but yeah. it's fun to patronize. Yeah. But I don't know. Okay. Why not? And my parents were saying, like, why don't you go? We'd see some people. I'm like, ew, what the fuck? But I'm kind of just like, oh, that would be kind of nice. See, that's how I am about high school. I don't want to see anybody from high school. I don't, I don't want to go to the market you. here in Almani because of the possibility that I might run into people I used to know. And it's like, sometimes my parents will be like, oh, yeah, do you remember your friend, whoever? I'm like, I haven't spoken to her in years. Mm-hmm. It's not my friend. <laughs> I know. My no, I don't mean do it that. in a mean way, but it's like yeah. she's she's not she's not though. My I mom at the laundromat like a couple weeks ago. There was this girl from preschool. I went to I went with preschool and kindergarten. She's like, oh my god, do you remember her? And I'm like, yes, mom, I do remember her. And her like my mom and her mom were talking, and she was there. And I wasn't gonna say hi to her. First of all, she was fucking bitch and didn't like me she'd always make fun of me and like picked on me so why the fuck mm. would I say mm. <laughs> that was for my preschool self I was defending my preschool self but I was like bro we dead ass only knew each other for like two years mm-hmm. and then lived separate lives first of all we knew each other when we were little kids so I was just like mom like no she's like did you see her did you see her I'm like yes I did see her she's like, did you say anything I'm like no I did not say anything but why? I'm like, mom, because we were not friends. I'm like, she didn't like me. She always picked on me. I told you this. Mm-hmm. Mom was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. Always, like, Do you remember so-and-so? And I'm like, mom, I don't know. She's like, the, you know, and I'm like, mom, I maybe. She's like, you went to school with them. I'm like, mom, I don't give a shit if I went to school with them. Yeah. 
she's like well his mom saw me today and she she remembered you i'm like okay thank you okay yeah i don't remember who this person you're talking about is Mm -hmm. she'll tell me all the time and i'm like who she's like you went to school with them i'm like mom i don't know i don't know my dad will tell me you have to be nice marina like whatever i am nice that doesn't mean i have to like be friends with everybody you know <laughs> oh my dad told me that in high school my dad drove me to school one day and he's like trisha you have to be nice you know you have to you have to be nice you have to make friends you know you can be Do nice I to boys to, i was like yo if you're trying to tell me that i should i if i again because my dad at one point was like do you like anyone at your school? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, do you like any of the boys? And I'm like, dad, they're so ugly. And he started mm-hmm. laughing. But then I think my dad was like, why don't she's a lesbian? Okay. So I was thinking about a segue to come back to okay. <laughs> really like being single and stuff. Speaking about being a lesbian. I have had people ask about me if I was gay. Really? Yes. My what? my sister has been asked by this other kid who I am not particularly fond of. This is in high school. Oh, okay. I was gonna say Woodbury. Who? No. Um is Marina is Marina a lesbian? And she's my, my sister was like, No. <laughs> it's like that that was a genuine fear that you were maybe well no that people thought I was oh okay that because maybe maybe that's why people maybe that's why feelings weren't reciprocated oh because they thought because they thought I was gay because I hadn't had a boyfriend before yeah or am not actively trying to get one or trying to be in a relationship yeah because you haven't had that experience like that makes it like that makes them less appealed to you or something like that yeah and I'm like no I'm not gay like I I like I like men (laughs) I like I do like they just don't like me (laughs) oh Oh, and there was a sting people thought I was lesbian in high school because I cut off all my hair (laughs) isn't that god that sucks yeah that was really like, annoying like people called me people called me some names and i was like i can't believe that but fuck you guys because i still got my first kiss with a pixie cut stupid okay all right sorry my ego like goes from <laughs> down it fluctuates drastically yeah it does okay but on a serious note yeah i yeah I could, I could understand that. I think my fear wasn't that like people thought I was a a lesbian or like that I was gay or like, you know, like I didn't, I just wasn't like, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think my fear was because I was so like naive and I didn't know anything that that was because people didn't want to like be with me. Mm. So, but that didn't really, I mean, like that didn't like force me into like, oh, I have to then know everything, like learn all of this stuff so that I could, you know, bah, like be suitable for people. Um, but that just made me be like, oh, maybe people just don't like me because like I haven't, like I'm not grown up, quote unquote grown up yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I have to say that's fuck people. People are, people are stupid. Stop just uh, preconceptualizing. Before yeah. you know, <laughs> and I want to clarify that wasn't like 
that wasn't like homophobia. Oh yeah, yeah, it that's was not like, homophobia. Like I don't want people's conceptions of preconceptions of me to hinder my chances. Mm-hmm. I get like because their idea wasn't straight. I just also, want to clarify because I'm like, uh, maybe yeah, that also, came out wrong. Yeah. Well, also just to clarify I, how wrong it is that just because somebody could be, you know, right that that's going to throw you off from wanting to talk to them don't do that because mm-hmm. you don't even know the person yeah like that's something that I always that's something that I I just hate when people do that mm-hmm. <laughs> like all of my really good well not all of them because you're not but like a good chunk of our good friends are gay mm-hmm. so we're not gay but we have seen and heard them really explain to us like they're the own preconceptions people have of them because they are gay yeah so don't do that that's really fucked up like don't be like that just treat everybody nice like doesn't matter you don't need Mm -hmm. to know someone's sexuality to determine how you're going to treat them like stop doing that um and don't assume their sexuality yeah that is so weird that's so So i can just tell how bitch Wow, I had a fucking crush on a guy in high school, and everybody's like, "He's gay, he's gay, he's gay." And I was like, "Do you know? Do you know?" I'm like, "I don't think so. I just know that we're in the debate team together, and he's very smart. He ended up being gay, but (laughs) I'm just like, I don't, I won't know until he says it, and he wouldn't say it because we're in high school, and that's none of your fucking business." Mm -hmm. He he has a very lovely boyfriend, and they live in New York together, and that's amazing. Damn, that's a move. Well, he's like, I think he's a lawyer. (laughs) I think he like, I think he went to law school. He was, yeah. (laughs) Hey, man. I think his boyfriend's like a doctor. Not that I stalk or anything, but I know. Pissed. Right. He's like, fuck you guys. You can assume my sexuality all you want. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh, wow. People really thought you were gay. That's crazy. That's so stupid. That's just like, that's such a, like, why even ask that question? Like, yeah, it made me so self-conscious too. Cause I'm like, well, what is like, what does that mean? Yeah. I'm like, I don't, you know what? Whatever. That's I don't so unfair. About your opinion anyway. I don't listen yeah. to you half the time you talk anyway. <laughs> it's, I don't feel like people understand, like when they ask that kind of question, not only is it offensive to the person you're asking, but it's offensive to the group that you're basically targeting. Mm-hmm. Because then that's, you're adding like an extra kind of discrimination again, like yeah. to them, to this kind of group. So mm-hmm. choose your word carefully, guys. You don't need to know anyone's sexuality if they're not going to tell you. It's none of your yeah. business. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sexuality, <laughs> a good chunk of like high school was also trying to figure out if I was gay. Yeah. Yeah, like I really thought about it. Like for I'm not I'm not kidding. For like a full on day, I was like, maybe I am gay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, this changes everything. Yeah. And I sat with that, and I like I went about school that day, and I was like, whoa, what if I actually am gay? Mm-hmm. Like. I don't not find women attractive. I've never thought about a woman that way. But what if I did? Immediately was disgusted. Mm. Immediately, I like asked myself, I'm like, could I, did I have a girlfriend? And I was like, no, 
And I was like, that's my answer. Right. And even in college, when I was single, I was like, I've never been with a girl. Why not? You know, like, let's, let's tickle this again. Let's tickle this interest again. And then I tried Mm -hmm. and then I realized I'm like, Hmm, we are, wow. We're just hanging out as friends and I don't feel anything. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I don't feel anything. So I told my sibling who is pansexual and I told them, I'm just like, Hey, so this and this happened and we hung out and I felt like it was more like friends. And they, my siblings asked like, what did you want? And I was like, um, I was kind of hoping to experience being with a girl. And so my sibling mm-hmm. was like, can I see your guys' text messages? I'm like, sure. And my sibling looked at me and they're just like, you're so straight. It is so painful. <laughs> they're just like, oh Lord, you are too straight for this. I was like, I- am I really? Yeah. I remember when you told me that they're like, Trisha, you're painfully straight. Right. Yeah. Like that nowhere in you were these text so messages, disappointed. <laughs> n- like my sibling went off. They're like, nowhere in these text messages did you even imply that you that you wanted something more. And I was like, right. what? I'm like, I don't want to be like gross to her. You know, like I don't want to be like, by the way, afterwards, like, can we go to my dorm and you know, do right. stuff? I'm just like, I don't like when guys do that to me. Yeah. And my sibling was like. No, what I mean is like, there was no flirting. You weren't flirting. You were literally talking to her. Like if you were going to like go and study with her and like actually study, (laughs) I was like, okay. So you may have a point there. Yeah. So you may have a point there. But again, I think there's a difference between. This is, see, this is what I had been struggling with recently or not struggling but like thinking about I know that if there's a person I would or a gender I would want to spend the rest of my life with Mm -hmm. it would be a man yeah however Mm. I feel like sexual life Mm. it could be fun to bring in a couple more of the opposite sex or the same gender you know so I'm like there's that like, listen, I a hundred percent feel you. I want right. to spend the rest of my life with a man and I'm a hundred percent certain of that down the line. Why not? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I think for me, I think it like, I think I have just been like seeing so many people coming out as like being in an open relationship. And not that I'm saying that that's going to happen because I don't really know if I could do that, but I have been thinking of the idea and I'm like, huh, partners that experience like a threesome together, like that's interesting. And like, if that were to be something like, yeah, definitely. Like I'd want to, I still want to like experiment with a girl. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I think you can want to be with somebody, you know, romantically, but still have like, sexual desires that don't have that kind of boundary Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I feel like like the occasional swinger ish type you know I'm like that it doesn't seem disgusting you know like no it doesn't obviously like it seems like a rational way of thinking about sex because 
I can't conceptualize being pleased by only one gender. Mm, okay. You know, because it's like girls just know. I mean, oh, girls know woman, how to please girls. A woman is going to know how to please somebody. Exactly. That is, you know, and vice versa. Like men are going to know how to please, you know, men because they, that's, you know, that's who they're dealing with. They are mm-hmm. dealing with themselves. And, you know, yeah, I, I think so too. Honestly, I think so too. If, uh, if you don't, if you're, if you are not a couple that experiments with like trying different things, I think that's where the problem lies where people are like, it's so boring or like, you know, oh, like there's excuse a the dog, someone's home. <laughs> like it get like, you know, people are like, oh, it's been boring or something that it's like, I mean, you can't, you can't expect to be, yeah. you know, fulfilled with only doing one thing. I think mm-hmm. couples had to experiment. Yeah. And again, it's all about communicating. Like, I think I saw this Vice documentary about swingers and mm-hmm. it's like this swinger resort in Florida. Of course it's in Florida. Of course. Crazy. Ass and <laughs> they interview these people and they're just like, yeah, like the number one thing that we made sure that we solidified in our relationship was communicating. Like Mm -hmm. both of us have boundaries that we know to keep in mind when we come into this resort, as soon as we step into this resort, that's where we're testing what we've learned about each other. Mm -hmm. And then like, it was just interesting. Like these people, you know, there's, there's couples that do it together. There's couples that completely go on their separate ways during the resort. And like, you know, that's fierce. To know, to have that solid communication and to yeah. feel, you know, that trust and be okay with like letting your partner experience other things. I know some people are going to be like, I can't do that, you know, like da 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 da. And that's but, fine. That's fine. I think to me, I'm like, like the psychology behind it mentally, emotionally, like that's very strong. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's amazing to have two people really be okay with the other person doing that and then still being able to come together and mm-hmm. still feel happy about it. Yeah. I'm like, like I hope I'm in a relationship and you know what? That's probably why I'm like, that's another thing why I'm like a little, I guess, closed off. I just want somebody to be, to feel comfortable enough to talk to me about these things or like, yes. like yeah, let's have a conversation. Yeah. People who I have, dealt with in the past or I guess I don't have that faith in men especially for them to be confident enough to that vibe or whatever have that open communication yeah because if I'm in a relationship I want you to tell me everything yeah like I love like that's something that I'm so happy about with Matt is that we can talk to each other about like many of things whether it's like what we want or um what we feel about certain things you know there have been mm-hmm. some times where like, you know, a comment has, I've said something where Matt's like, nah, I don't want to, and, you know, and vice versa, or, you know, pitching something. It's like, oh, we should try this. No. And again, vice versa. Like that's, yeah, that's just great. It's nice. Like I, you know, I'm getting closer to him and we're also like, just <laughs> figuring things out. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's, that's what everything is. She <laughs> Marina rolled her eyes so annoyed. It's what everything is. I love rolling my eyes. I feel like if anybody knows me, knows that I roll my eyes. Like that was my like signature for a while. That was your ish. I was like, yeah, Marina, Marina rolls her eyes. <laughs> that's funny. 
I had I had just been told that I wear like I've heard that I wear my emotions on my face Mm. but like I think that's why because people had thought of me of like oh I'm uh Marina's the bitch twin oh she's the mean twin what and I'm just now realizing that that's probably because I show my expression uh, show my emotions oh, on my face yeah and if there's something I think that's dumb my eyes will sort of go dead and I'll sort of just like look at you and like that's me telling you that like the expression I have right now that's mm-hmm. me telling you that you're dumb or and I'm just like <laughs> I'm sorry yeah me too just how I communicate I know I'm like but like even even at work sometimes when I'm over a situation or like anything my eyes will go dead again and like my my brows will like sort of set really low like I can feel it yeah but I don't I don't think that's what it looks like I don't think I was it's like what are you okay I've been told that I talk with my eyes like my like people with your eyes yeah that like my eyes will you know like get bigger or whatever I don't know something stupid but I also been Mm -hmm. told I have a, a huge like resting bitch face yeah I didn't realize that until like a professor pointed that out. I think I told you the story. A professor pointed that out in class on the first day of like everybody seeing each other and like going over it. She's like, yeah. are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And she's like, you look really like not happy to be here. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm like, no, I'm like, that's just how my face is. Like, what do I need to do? Yeah. Then my professor, <laughs> she's like, so you just have like a, a resting I'm like I guess I do have a resting bitch face I'm like oh my god I'm so mortified yeah I caught myself um in class too when someone was talking I looked at myself in the camera I'm like I look so pissed to be here but I'm not it's just how my yeah. face rests what do you expect yeah, like I'm sorry it's not my fault so it was dude I choose my face bro yeah I just I don't have the money to choose my face <laughs> it's that part really it's that part part. I was gonna say I'm like it's you know I've just realized that everyone around me is the problem and I'm just perfect (laughs) the phrase of last of last episode episode. (laughs) oh there was something I wanted to say but I completely forgot about it now it was gonna tie back into being single and it was so good oh well guess I was never meant to say it <laughs> god the opportunity who should pass in the night I'll probably quote it later well it's that psychological thing where it's like you have to stop thinking about what you forgot and then you'll remember mm, yeah so well, she'll think about it and then we'll add it at the very end of yeah. the episode. <laughs> like, oh, P.S. <laughs> P.S. What I was going to talk about is actually, yeah, yeah that would actually be funny. But yeah. So if you are single and ready to mingle, don't, don't come talk to me. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know what you guys are thinking. Why are you guys releasing this close to Valentine's Day? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Because our just... next episode. <laughs> yeah, our next episode is gonna be about Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Uh, and all of our likes, dislikes, stories. Yeah. What we would like for Valentine's Day mm-hmm. if 
You catch my drift. Ooh, Marina is putting a line out there and ready to reel something in. But creepy men, stay out of my DMs, please. I will block you. Preferably uh, a doctor with a level-headed mindset and um, (laughs) likes fiction and could look like Henry Cavill from The Witcher, but only that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> or maybe a, a nice Sebastian Stan. Or or maybe a mm, Brit. Nice a Brit. A nice Brit. A nice Brit. Um or someone that time traveled from like the 14th century. <laughs> no, because they treated their women awfully and I would not yeah. want to go and there. They probably smelled really bad. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Just uh, if you're a fictional man that (laughs) I already love, (laughs) give me a Valentine's (laughs) ticket. Oh, maybe that's what I was trying to say. That like I have so much more faith in fictional men. Like if you, Uh, I need a man that was written in the female gaze, because there's a difference. Chris Hemsworth was written for the male gaze. Hundred percent. Big and strong. Big. However, Tom Tom Hiddleston was written oh. in the female gaze. Someone who understands emotion and someone who understands communication. Not saying that Chris Hemsworth doesn't understand those things, but I know what you mean. Though, I know. Yeah, his mystique is yeah. masculine. Where Tom Hiddleston stand in this on this podcast all day, yes. all day. You and Marina's- the Holland. Marina sent me this TikTok of him dancing. <laughs> I lost it. was it. the most nerdiest, uncomfortable thing. However, I loved it so much. <laughs> I thought that it was very attractive because he had rhythm. Like he was actually oh, yeah. like that. <laughs> I was, like how you were amazing. embarrassed for him and I was just like, I love this so much. But it made me love him more. Yeah. <laughs> You're like so if you ha- if you can make a fool out of yourself and laugh, yeah. I mean he You're wasn't because so he's Tom Hiddleston. Please stop. Yeah, I felt that way when he did his impression of Robert Nero in front of Robert Nero on the Grand show. I yeah. was like, don't do that. Oh but God. that's really cute. <laughs> it was like giddy, and so, I, I don't know, know the most attractive so thing I think is when a guy when can be excited about it. something and doesn't oh, care yes. how nervous yes. is or whatever. Oh. When they smile, I don't know why people don't like talk about this more. It is so attractive when someone smiles, like genuinely smile yes. out of enjoyment. Like that's so attractive. I just mm-hmm. chef's kisses. Also, how do you feel uh, about Sebastian Stan uh, uh, playing Tommy Lee in Pam and Tom? <sighs> I hate it. He's so <laughs> ugly. I was like, why did she? <laughs> However, the range on this man. Um, but he's not really attractive. So I'm just like, (laughs) but yo, uh, Lily, what is it? Lily Allen. She looks Lily James. Lily James looks like Pamela. Oh my God. She sounds like her too. I was like, yeah. She's like, this could be everywhere. I was like, hello. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm interested. I want to, I'm probably going to see it. I'm probably going to watch it. Well, Marina, we're at the two hour mark. I think. Yeah. 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 If I remember what I was gonna say, I'll I'll let you know. Send me the audio and then <laughs> literally. Um, hey guys, it's me, Marina P.S. By the way, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what I was saying, but yeah, if oh you're single out there, don't let anybody tell you you don't know what's up. Exactly. And if you are in a relationship, and 
need to get out of it, get out of it. If you're in a relationship and you're happy, stay happy. Stay happy. Good <laughs> for you. But if you're in a relationship and you have a single friend, be mindful of how you make comments towards them. Because like I said in this podcast, there are a good chunk of single people that are smarter than people that are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So... No, but because seriously. they're not in a relationship. No, yeah, because kidding. they're not in a relationship. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> they're self-sufficient. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's all jokes. It's all jokes, guys. <laughs> it's alcohol. It's alcohol. <laughs> it's the alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but seriously, yeah. Don't disregard single people. If you are single, continue to live your life and mm-hmm. find what makes you happy and do the things that make you happy, and the rest will come. Mm-hmm. It sounds so cliche, but it honestly, it really is true. Like when you at your just happiest, up, yeah, and you least expect it, it will happen. So just, mm-hmm. just have fun. Just live your life. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll live ours. Yeah. See you next time. <laughs> next time. We'll talk to you guys next time yeah. for a Valentine's Day episode. I'm probably going to, I'm, I'm going to like be dressed up in all red i promise you that i'm just kidding i'm gonna do it okay i'll do it i you know what never mind i'll save this for the valentine's day okay what did you i don't have a controversial no oh no i didn't but i was like i'm one of those single people that don't that that like valentine's day and i've never had a valentine well i've i've had one valentine i'll retract i've had one valentine I, the only Valentine I had was fucking fat. <laughs> yeah. Even my other no, two boyfriends never I'm not me. a bitter single person, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll make comments, but yeah. Overall, you have to I'm tune not in. bitter. You have to tune You'll in. You'll have to tune in. Yeah. Because I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. Okay. Goodbye, go. everybody. We hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. <laughs> you can find us at MNT uh, Figure It Out on Instagram. Instagram and our personal Instagrams are on there too. Yeah. And now we have a link in bio uh, link on our mm-hmm. Instagram. So you can find out all of our stuff. It's really cute. And um, yeah, if you're listening on Spotify. You, yeah. Hello. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Hello. hello. We just finally got added on Apple Podcasts. My goodness. That took forever, but we're happy. And so, yeah, now we're mm-hmm. now we're on two different platforms and we're unstoppable. Yes. So to all of the Apple whores out there, hey, hi. From your fellow Apple whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Spotify stand myself, but yeah. whatever. All right. Yeah. We'll see you guys later. We'll talk to you, you guys know. next time. Yeah. You. See okay. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.